Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com before history is written it's played before it's frozen in time it's fought one shift at a time before it's etched in silver it's carved in ice what happens next will last forever the Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Good morning, everybody. It's Sky. Welcome to Beneath the Frozen Sea, the DavyJonesLockerRoom.com podcast about the Seattle Kraken, an ongoing source of consternation for myself and all of us here over at DJLR. I am recording this after the Kraken lost 2-0 to the Ottawa Senators, a team that genuinely cannot get out of their own way. The Kraken's attack was lightly bolstered by having Brandon Tanev back, but losing another player in the process Jaden Schwartz has all but crippled this attack and really why wouldn't it the Kraken's offense is broken and I don't know if there is a real way to fix it I mean tonight the big thing that happened was just a comedy of errors in front of their goaltender first goal that Ottawa scored Matty Beneers blows a tire gives Matthew Joseph just endless room in front of Joey Decord and well yeah Second goal was Joey Decord going all on his own and disaster striking. Bigger point of emphasis, the goaltending, well, not great, was fine for the game that they were playing. The five-on-five offense, something that me and Sean, when he's been here, have been banging on about over and over and over again, hasn't been there. And we can't just keep saying, oh, they're hurt. Losing one or two players stinks. It always stinks to lose a player. But this cannot be the difference between beating up on a bottom feeder of a team and losing and getting shut out by the Ottawa Senators, a not good team. This is unacceptable. And it's indicative of bigger problems that this team has either neglected to handle Uh, obviously can't handle because they're on a road trip maybe maybe even can't handle because they're on a road trip right now so maybe they have uh, bigger issues that need to be that need to be ironed out by you know really working the lineup but system wise the problem is five on five the problem is they are not scoring the problem is that their net front defense is absolutely putrid and that's all system stuff And yeah, going 0 for 3 stinks, and that's another look at how special teams has often failed this team. But you need to be in a position where you can win the game if you're playing 5-on-5, and it looks like just about 
everything is falling apart for them this year. It's really not just one thing. And right now, I'm almost starting to wonder, maybe if the devil they don't know is better than the one they know. Because the devil they, is getting them in the situations where they should be beating teams like the Ottawa Senators pretty handily and not. I mean, I'd say that the schedule eases up. Uh, that's what I'd like to say. Because they've got Montreal coming up and they're not really all that good. And the New Jersey Devils, and they're not really all that good. They're extremely inconsistent. That game's going to be on ESPN. They're going to have the Tampa Bay Lightning, who are famously going through it. They're a literal 500 team right now. And the Minnesota Wild coming up. That's not impossible to beat. December was e is looking easier on them, at least through the first couple of weeks. But we said that about November. Sean said that this was an opportunity for the Kraken. Uh, coming into November to win nine games and they very easily could have but they got just a little over half and a lot of these games were ones they could have very easily won and that's the mark of a team who's mid not just mid frustrating in mid this is a team that can absolutely win nine games in the middle of one month and completely turn around their entire season at least from the optics perspective but they just can't. They either don't have the goaltending or they don't have the net front defense or they don't have the goal scoring to get back into games that they probably should be. And so they're mid. And ultimately, this all goes back to stuff I was talking about in the quarter of the season roundup that I wrote on DavyJonesLockerRoom.com. Uh, the Kraken got... The Kraken got bothered by their inability to conjure defense from their depth. And as a result, they overcorrected. Um, the Kraken's biggest abilities were in their ability to control games and play loosey-goosey and score their way out of predicaments and stay in control at even strength. I know I keep saying it over and over again, but that was their big strength. It's forcing the opponent to constantly be on the lookout for a back check. Constantly looking to be dangerous. Constantly looking to find a different way to turn the puck up ice towards the other side of the rink. And because of the way they lost in the playoffs, Ron Francis overcorrected, got a bunch of guys who are good at penalty killing, and not a whole lot of guys who are good at five on five. And here we are. Trim and here we are, watching a team that's below 500 struggle to score against the Ottawa Senators. And I mean, we can give a little bit of blame. And obviously, we can give some blame to the players. A lot of players' shooting percentages have just cratered. They're not shooting nearly as much. They're not getting good quality shots. They're not cutting into the middle of the ice. They're not winning many of the battles. They probably should be. They're not trying to fight through checks like they used to. But in my opinion, a lot of this is system level. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And that's stuff that the players can't change. This falls at the feet of Hackstall. This falls at the feet of Ron Francis. This falls at the feet of a lot of the scouts who thought that they were getting a much better deal than they have. And I like a couple of the players that they brought in. I think that Kaylor Yamamoto, if he was playing in a depth role like he probably should be more often than not, would be a wonderful choice. But a lot of this has been predicated on letting veteran players go, even if they're not good for the team. And as a result, here we are. We're watching a team that isn't necessarily awful, because they'd be interesting if they were awful. Like if they were inaugural season bad all over again. Because then we'd have something to talk about, because everything would have been going so wrong that we'd have individual moments to speak on. But it's not any one thing. It's just kind of general. And I don't know how you fix that without having to make some huge changes to your system. And if Dave Haxtell doesn't want to make those choices, I'm wondering if Ron Francis has to start making them. Because, like, we're getting to the point in the season where we're looking up at the Arizona Coyotes. The Arizona Coyotes are not, strictly speaking, good. But they're playing a million times better than the Seattle Kraken are. They are playing with heart. They are playing fast. They are attacking relentlessly. The schedule makers gave them five former Stanley Cup champions, and they're gonna beat all of them. They've beaten so many players. They have beaten absolute world beaters. Teams that they should probably have never had a chance to beat. And the Kraken are struggling with teams that they should have significant trouble losing to. There is a difference. There is a change for the worse that has happened to this team's ability to adequately fight back. And that's not good. And I don't know how you start to fix that. Anyway, let's take a quick look over at December. Uh, obviously, they lost 2-0 tonight when I recorded this against the Ottawa Senators. They finished this godforsaken road trip against the Montreal Canadiens at 4.30 PT on Monday night, and then they fly home for a Thursday night game, as a number of the Eastern teams will be going on their West Coast road trips. Uh, starting with the Devils on Thursday, they'll also have the Lightning on Saturday, and then they'll pretty much be playing once a, every other day, from that point on, they have a back-to-back. And then they'll have a back-to-back -back against the Lightning and the Wild. That'll be at 7 PST and 6 PST over that weekend. And then it'll be every other day. Uh, they'll be playing the Panthers on that Tuesday. The They'll be playing the Panthers on the 12th. That'll be a 7 PST game. That's going to be a real tough challenge. They'll be playing the Blackhawks on the Thursday, the 14th. That'll also be a pretty tough challenge. Then they'll be playing 
a lot of in-conference, in-division games. We'll be playing L.A. on the 16th. That'll be a Saturday game in Seattle. Then they go on the road for pretty much the rest of December, say for one game. They play the Dallas Stars on the 18th. Then they go and play L.A. in Los Angeles. Then they'll play Anaheim at 5 p.m. PST uh, a day before Christmas Eve. Then there'll be a little bit of time off. And then they'll play the Calgary Flames at 6.30 PST on the 27th. And just before they go out of doors to play the Vegas Golden Knights, they will play the Philadelphia Flyers, who look like a team that is actively back from the dead. I kept... I already said it. There are winnable games here. There are absolutely winnable games here. But the problem is, can the Kraken actually rise to that occasion? I hope so. Because the alternative is that we're coming into this Winter Classic with just the sourest expressions on our face. Speaking of the Winter Classic, that'll be coming up very, very soon. It'll be uh, quite a big deal. It's at T-Mobile Park in seattle washington the jerseys are phenomenal if you haven't seen them uh they were leaked by the utah jazz and aew wrestling and then uh both the vegas golden knights and seattle kraken uh managed to put up pretty cool uh pretty cool little uh pretty cool little promo packages for them uh i think obviously that seattle's is better i think they just have a better setup than the rest and uh yeah This has been how this season has gone. We're all kind of looking at the Winter Classic as either a reset point or, God forbid, a moment to start or as a call to action. Because if you lose that game, especially with Vegas starting to drop players like flies, everybody's going to see it. That's going to be on television. That's going to be on New Year's Day. Nobody is going to have anything else to do that day. You are watching that game. So I hope that they come, I hope they wake up for that game. I hope they are ready to play that game as hard as they can. Because the alternative is nightmarish. Anyway, that was uh Anyway, this is a short episode, but I really do hope that you uh felt the same catharsis that I had. Uh, trying to make it. Uh, I hope everyone is having a wonderful, wonderful time, and if not, I hope things get better for you. This is Beneath the Frozen Sea, hosted by myself and Sean Mallon. We are a part of the Fans First Sports Network. We are also part of the Four Hockey Fans Network. You can find us over at DavyJonesLockerRoom.com for game threads, previews, recaps, and everything else you could possibly desire. Thank you all very much. Thank you for listening and go squids.